Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. This week, we did the 1988 uh, horror comedy, maybe? Horror comedy? Scrooged? This dips into the horror I don't horror know. Realm? It was... It was pretty spooky at the times. IMDb classifies it was, uh, as a comedy, drama, fantasy. I think it's spooky in the same way Willy Wonka spooky. Yeah, yeah, like uh, when he's burned alive and death like opens up his like shawl and shows him the the three little people. Like death was basically like the the like walking into a movie theater with three kids stacked under a trench coat, basically. As we all do. That's death's yeah. vagina. <laughs> He's That's old gray. He's old gray. <laughs> <laughs> we did Scrooge. If uh, that didn't come across, um, and now continuing our holiday movie. <laughs> I'm Dylan. Joining me, as always, is Ben, Zach, and Cam. Yeah, uh, humbug. Hi. Maybe. <laughs> and uh, to kick things off and get in the right mood, this is off the rails already. Butt juice. Uh, Here we go. We're gonna go to this week's cocktail. Uh, it's a pine old fashioned. You know we do the the old fashions. Um, this one's got pine so in it. It's it does have pine. <laughs> I. Uh, no one's gonna make this cocktail. It's good though. But, um, I I have I have had like pine tea before. Um, and it's pretty. It's actually pretty good. It's a little like herbaceous, obviously, since it's a fucking tree. But uh, it's not. It's not as bad as you would think. Like I feel like you're. You, you go in and you're kind of like, hmm, yes, uh, tree leaves, tree tree needles. That sounds delicious. But uh, it actually brings out an, a decent flavor in it. Um, so. Honestly, to make a pine old fashioned, you're gonna take some pine needles and make a uh, you're gonna make a simple syrup out of it, and you're gonna use about three quarters of an ounce of that, some bitters, and some bourbon whiskey. I like gin, and it's basically pine alcohol, is it not? Yeah, I mean juniper. So yeah, it's also I usually like... describe gin as tasting like pine needles. Oh, that reminds me, I actually have had a drink. I think it was at a bar in Detroit. It was like a Christmas tree drink, and you think like, oh, maybe it's just like, you know, light or whatever. It literally tasted like a Christmas tree. Like, it tasted legit like someone put pine needles in a glass and blended it up and gave it to you. How much Christmas it tree tastes... have you eaten? <laughs> Enough. You know, like, he's, he's acquired a maybe not You got so your furs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> My... The white pines, uh, you got the firs. Um, that's it. That's, I'm, out, I'm, I'm out of my Christmas tree. That's all we got. of knowledge. I mean, you hit the main ones. You can get them real cheap at, like, Target sometimes, you know? Are you talking about the plastic ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the plastic ones, that's right. Those ones don't taste as good, though. <laughs> Do you guys know the sound of water annoys beavers? That's that's why they always build dams to stop the sound of running water. That can't be true. <laughs> yeah, no, scientists tested true. it. They took like a, a Beats pill and they put it in a zoo <laughs> and they made it play like an eight hour <laughs> loop of running water and the beavers covered it in wood. This can't be real. You, you're lying. It's real. It's real. Can I get a, can I see the peer reviewed paper? Yeah. Yeah, I'll get the source. I got This isn't on. a DJ got, Khaled got, music video. I got your beats <laughs> pill out of here. <laughs> I think I saw it on the Blaze too. Hang on. The Blaze. Yeah. 
great. You don't know the Is voice. that that site with Tommy Lauren? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Check the show notes below. Make yourself a pine old fashioned. Uh, tell us how it is. Were you surprised that you enjoyed these pine needles that you found on the ground? <laughs> well, get them out of a tree, you fucking animals. <laughs> Scrooge is a 1988 comedy fantasy drama film starring Bill Murray, Karen Allen, John Forsyth, uh, John Glover, Bobcat Goldwith, Carol Kane, Robert Mitchum. The rest of the Murray family. Brian Doyle Murray. And I think... Uh, Joel Murray's an extra in the movie, and is John Murray? Yeah, John Murray. Yeah, John Murray. John Murray was his brother. Yeah. So it was a whole uh, Murray family production. Brian Doyle Murray played his dad in the flashback. Directed by Richard Donner, written by Mitch Glazer, Michael O'Donohue, and Charles Dickens. Obviously based on the Christmas Carol. Currently sits at a seven. Out of 10 on IMDb, it's the story of a selfish, cynical television executive who's haunted by three spirits bearing lessons on Christmas Eve. I don't think any of us had seen this movie before. Mm, no, no, sir. Nope. What did everybody think on their first viewing? Mid. I think this one is meh. I don't know. This is my, this is my, that's my first thought is it's very meh. It's, uh, yeah, it was kind of, kind of out there. Like when a uh, when he first is kind of introduced and he's like, "Oh yeah, like that's a okay TV promo," but check out this one and it's like all the most like absurd shit machine ever. guns and explosions. It's and like, it's check this, out Scrooge. And it's the same fucking line that uh, Lee Major says in like five minutes beforehand in the Santa movie. Yeah, there were parts of this movie that I loved and parts of it that I just. Why were they in there? They were either awkward or the dialogue was weird. The entire like last third of the movie was weird like where he's just like on the set of the like christmas show and is just like spouting off about random shit for like 30 minutes that, that seems to go on it for goes a while, on for it? so long it goes on for so long you talking about when he's like when he's walking towards claire's what uh when he's talking about when no, he's at the very end. speech at the end oh oh you're tra- you're talking about like yeah the actual yeah, that's like kind of like he's just He's just talking to talk. It yeah. feels like he's got to fill airtime. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I thought he was gonna get to a point, but uh, he did not really. He didn't until like the very end, once the uh, little kid talked to him again. And the kid is the only one that made any point. He was like, "Yep, good point, kid." And then it ended. This is one of those movies where they just let Bill Murray say whatever he wanted in front of a camera. They filmed like hundreds of hours of it and then made a movie out of it afterwards i wouldn't be surprised if that's the case it did feel very disjointed and like what the hell's going on a lot of the time any scene with the ghost of christmas present was just especially the intro scene when you first meet her and she she's just like doing ball play with bill murray like it's just some it's just some torture shit pulling the fucking sign she has that says ball breaker lounge I didn't like her at all. She was too happy. I, I hate her voice. Yeah. Her whole demeanor pissed me off. <laughs> but I think I think Bill Murray played the part well. Like, sure. Bill Murray plays an asshole, he, he plays an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the pet peeves, though, is that nobody in his life is actually like, you're a giant piece of shit. Everybody's always like, yes, sir, Mr. Bill Murray, sir. No problem, sir. Even the girl who... He, like, is, like, the love interest is not ever, like, turned off by him being a giant asshole to everybody. 
women like that, Cam. Is that okay. not what you... Did you not learn that? Also, growing? speaking of which, are we... Is this podcast the Karen Allen fan club now? This is the third movie we've watched with her in it. I mean, it's more than that for Bill Murray, is it not? I don't know. Is it... This might be number three or four, maybe? Ghostbusters, Caddyshack, uh, this. Was he in anything else? No, I think it's this. I was like, Karen... Uh, I was I like, was she looks these. so familiar. Yeah, what is she Animal from? House in, and Indiana Jones. Yes. And Indiana yep. Jones. Okay. Yeah. Yep. There, this movie was a lot of that for me. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, oh, that guy. Okay. Oh, like Ben before was like, oh, that's Bobcat Goldblith. Um, how about the fact that are we now the Brian Doyle Murray fan club? <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Vacation. Yeah. Caddyshack and Scrooged. I mean, I do feel like a lot of there's a fair amount of movies from this these time periods where they're all written. By the same person, you know, or all directed by the same person. They, they all like. Cross. Yeah, but Richard Donner didn't direct any. Like he did, like Superman and the Goonies. Okay, maybe not him. Uh, Lethal Weapon. He didn't do a lot of like the kind of same old things where he would have cast the same people over and over again. You know, this was the first. Uh, this was the first movie Bill Murray did after Ghostbusters. It's like Ghostbusters. Break, really? break, break, Scrooge. Okay, I, I was believe say, I, was, I was about he, to say wasn't Ghostbusters eighty four. He was offered Batman at some point, and I think he turned it down yeah, to do this movie. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Crazy. he does kind of look like Michael Keaton the way his hair's done in this movie. Yeah. No. Looks like he did some like TV shorts, but this was the only movie he did. Yeah. Uh, he was in Little Shop of Horrors. Is that a? Is that a book? Or, sorry, is that a movie or a TV show? That's a movie. It was a movie, a which makes sense, as he literally Ooh. references it by saying, feed me, Seymour. Yep. A Frank Oz production. Oh, Rick Moranis was in it? Are we in the Rick yeah. Moranis fan club yet? We've only seen one movie with him. we've only done one, one Moranis movie. God, Rick Moranis plays the perfect loser. Yeah. Like, when people call me a loser, I, I imagine me in their shoes, and they think I'm Rick Moranis. Do you think Rick Moranis was supposed to be in this movie, but they couldn't get him, so they just cast Bobcat Goldthwait? Yes, exactly. Probably. Rick Moranis should have been running around holding everybody hostage yeah. with a shotgun at the end of this movie. I think, honestly, that would have been preferred. Yeah, then you wouldn't have had the weird, like, he said dance. Yeah, his his voice act is weird. He's like, he's like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Just like the one bit. But I think the that. difference is, is that Gilbert Gottfried like always kind of sounds like that. Yeah. Like that's just his where he's from. He doesn't talk Bobcat, like that though. He kind not as exaggerated, but still kind of in the same dialect. But Bobcat, you can tell when like he's talking normally and then he just like flips a switch into fucking weirdo mode. Yeah. I will say I only know Bobcat from like willow creek which is a found footage bigfoot movie that he directed in 2013 oh that's fucking weird jesus christ (laughs) so it's like weird to me seeing him actually like act and and do his comedy aspect when i i don't know any like i've never seen any of his comedy but i've seen like his directing work he directed a movie with um speaking of the murray family he directed one with joel murray in it god bless america in like 2011 it was like a b movie that came out but is that the one where he's like killing 
uh, yeah he goes on like a killing spree yeah yeah interesting movie but i didn't know joel murray like acted oh yeah he's really good in mad men who is he in mad men um he's not in every yeah he's in like the first couple seasons how much of mad men have you seen all of it Spoiler oh, for Mad Men. He's the guy who this. gets drunk and kills himself. Oh, okay. And then goes away for a while and then... Bruh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So get this. I, I, oh. I watched the first two seasons of Mad Men, right? Love it. Go to start the third season. Accidentally started the seventh Oof. season. Oh, and no. And there's like a dinner scene that opens up the seventh season. Two people that are having dinner together that should not be having dinner together. Oof. So I don't know if I'll ever go back. I feel like uh, <laughs> it's definitely worth it. I feel like I know where that's going. Okay, but there's so much in that show. It's definitely worth it. It's so good. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil any uh, any reviews here. I don't necessarily know if my life was improved having seen this movie. <laughs> no, I think um, no, I don't think so. I think this was. I'd always kind of avoided this one to be honest, just because I was. I my expectations were low. And it uh, it kind of met the expectations. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a potentially unpopular opinion. I don't think Bill Murray's that good. Like I think he's all right. I there are other comedy me, actors I would much prefer to see. I think. You want to get my wife on the and line? She'll tell you I don't hate him. Like I think he's fine in a lot of his roles. I think he can be funny, but he's all right. I don't like like people like are like oh my god it's Bill Murray. It's like okay, I don't know. I think I think he's good. I like Bill Murray, but I much more prefer him when he's working with like Wes Anderson. Yeah. Or yep. some of his more his more serious roles like Lost in Translation. I do think he's better as a comp I, I think he's better as a compliment to other stuff. Not just him. Like not the star. Not just him bopping around the movie for two hours. Well, I feel like too a lot of the movies he's famous for are like it's just him being a total douche for like yeah. two hours, and people are like, "Oh, it's great." The dude. Groundhog Day. This. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Stripes. Stripes. I mean, I like honestly, I feel like I feel like Caddyshack is the only movie I feel like I know of him that Caddyshack I like. Caddyshack and Meatballs. If he I didn't feel get like. to play the role because Chevy Chase still owned that in Hollywood at the time. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I could have seen that movie done where Bill Murray plays Chevy Chase's character. I mean, I like Bill Murray. I think one thing that helps him out is he's, uh, like, away from the camera. He's a nice guy. People people <sighs> like him personally. I feel like I've heard that's true when people meet him, like, not on set. But I've heard on yeah. set he can be an asshole. Oh, yeah, there's some horror like, stories. Like, the whole thing with him and Harold Ramis back yeah. in the day, the reason they broke up was because Bill Murray, you know, would do stuff like Scrooge, where he, he wouldn't even read the script. He'd just step in front of the camera and ad lib for hours. Yeah. Well, I wonder how much of He's a good I wonder golfer. how much of the of the out of or offset stuff is like him just going for like public image and stuff versus like if you yeah, actually had a one on one with him, he'd kind of be a douche to you. Because there's all those stories of like, oh, Bill Murray showed up to my wedding on Reddit and stuff, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, he's probably doing that to get some good graces or something. Uh, but, and plus, I mean, I mean it, he's, but he's at a this celebrity. But at but. like the past, like I don't even like twenty years. Like I don't like he doesn't need to do any of that. You know, like Look, I I do feel like Bill, Bill Murray's main personality point is he's just gonna do whatever he wants whenever he wants. If that means showing up to your wedding, yeah, that's great. You know, 
that means ad-libbing on camera for two hours perfect if that, that means, means being a dick a to you at a ball game, game all right his golf clothes are pretty sick though yeah I, nice. I really do like his golf his golf line it's pretty sweet bill murray's a good dude but he's no tom hanks right we can all agree yeah well nobody's well, no, tom, hanks. Like, tom hanks is, tom hanks is barely tom, tom hanks. hanks is tom hanks is the closest thing conservatives will ever get to a white jesus christ <laughs> what the fuck jesus <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Zach's point. That's exactly what Ben meant. <laughs> that guy, yes, that one. That's who I'm talking about. Uh, you know his name. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I just, I, I do agree. I think that this movie is very, uh, is like I said at the very beginning, this movie is very mid. I think it's very, like, okay. It's not super great, and I don't know that if someone's like, "Oh, I've never seen this movie. Should I watch it?" Be like. I, I I don't know honestly. Maybe watch a different movie you like. <laughs> if you're scrambling for Christmas movies, dig this one up out of the bottom of the bin. Bill Murray's gotten to the point where he's kind of like Samuel Jackson, or like uh, I'm trying to think of another actor, but like I, Samuel L. Jackson's the they biggest one to me. Is like yeah, almost like yeah. it's like oh, we're getting Bill Murray in this movie to be Bill Murray, basically. Or I mean, even Zombie Lane, where he makes the Kevin cameo Hart. as Bill yeah. Murray. It's like, like Samuel Jackson, you're gonna get him in there, and you're gonna have him drop a motherfucker. Like, but I enjoy the, the but I enjoy those Sam Jackson roles. Those Sam Jackson roles are always great in those. I mean, I don't know. Well, we should watch more. We should watch more Wes Anderson because I feel like Wes Anderson utilizes yeah. Bill Murray well. I agree. I agree with that. I did. I mean, again, it's very minor, but I saw him recently in um, French Dispatch. The French Dispatch, yeah, and that was a that was a pretty good role. I mean, he's kind of limited in that one, but you know, I think he played his part well. Uh, and I've seen him in the other Wes Anderson. I mean, not all of them, but I've seen a f- some of them. And yeah, similarly, I think he does fairly well in those roles. Like I said, I'm just I don't know. I don't know that I love movies that just like focus on one dude the whole time and that's like the whole bit is everything revolves around that character i don't know i think it's very tough that's to literally hold that the movie. whole fucking point of a christmas carol like this is literally the source material you can't be mad at them for yeah, literally sticking to movie. what the movie is based oh on, no 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 i get no i get that but like, i don't like it it's 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 exactly what it was i'm saying like when somebody's personality is supposed to make the movie right like they put kevin hart in a comedy movie throw nothing around it maybe tiffany haddish shows up and that's supposed to bring people to the theater <laughs> right exactly You're right it's not the source material that's fine i'm just saying like yeah, what ben you know it's, it's true the whole personality the of it. it is like you know bill murray's personality so like you put any other person in this movie and nobody watches it legit nobody watches it i don't know i do i do feel like the source material is lacking i don't know I mean, yeah, it's Charles also Dickens been blows. done a million fucking it's times. It's been done a million times. This movie's also forty years old, almost like. And it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily bring anything new to the story. Like I feel like it tries to be like a little, little edgy adult. Like, kind of like we talked about with the Santa Claus. Like we were like, oh, it'd be a little more adult, a little more. And this one is like, ooh, he's he's trying to be a little racy on television, and and he's doing these bad ads or whatever. And it's like there's your like adult humor aspect of it, but does it add anything to the movie or to like the story that we already know Scrooge, we already know ghost Christmas past and all that. I think the biggest thing it does differently is bring in the, uh, I, I don't know the equivalent in 
in the Christmas Carol story, but the guy who he like fires and and Tiny uh, Tim's dad. Mm. I guess like no. Tiny Tim's dad, like louder milk is that yeah. equivalent i feel he like is. and he comes back with a shotgun and tries to kill him um i think that's the biggest twist that it does on the source material i do think also that they don't do a great job at showing and like it's supposed to be a funny movie whatever i feel like they don't do a great job at showing the progression of him to uh to being like good again like i feel like he is a jerk until the last like until death right is that who shows up at the end near it i feel like he is still like nah fuck this like i'm gonna do i'm gonna keep doing what i want to do until like death shows up and it's like by the way you die and no one shows up because nobody cares about you and the person you like is a giant chode so because of you and those and apparently that's the only motivator everything else that he saw He's like, whatever. But that's kind of just like the, the source material, too. Like, that's yeah. like the big driver. It's, it's like he sees his grave and then it's like, I died. Oh, no. I got to be a good guy now. <laughs> I just do. Yeah. But oh, I, I don't really die. But to your Literally, point. no one oh. sh- shows up to Scrooge and they're like, this is how people remember you as a curmudgeon and no one will ever think positively about your me. grave. Yeah. It's like, oh. I don't want that. I want to. I want to be remembered as a good person. Yeah. But to what? To but to your point about doing something new with the source material, it's just not that compelling of a story anymore, in my opinion. Like, you could do something different with that. All right. Hot take. I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> oh, I I definitely was like chuckling throughout. This movie was like I I enjoyed the fact it was a cheesy '80s Christmas movie. And I honestly thought it did a Christmas Carol, like, in an interesting way. Like, I think it told this story with being more relatable. Just modernized it? Well, I thought it modernized it, but it also just kind of, like, you know, instead of it's Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim, it's like, not only is it this person, but Tiny Tim's not related. Like, it's a completely different person that's been, you know, dealing with this or that. That, were there parts that I think were unnecessary? Yes. The whole, like, half-throwaway part where they're like, yeah, he hasn't spoken since his dad was murdered in front of him. <laughs> yeah. We're not really going to touch that for the rest of the movie. Just make the joke about the fact that she wore black for, like, a year. And then um, then we'll bring in the part where he speaks. You could have just left it as he's nonverbal. Like, he doesn't talk. That was some Joe Buck shit. That was like <laughs> a rookie running back is handed off the ball in his first yeah. game. And he's like, yeah, it was like well. I was watching the 2020 draft. Everyone's family member was murdered yeah, or his, had some his brother. Sort of... His brother got murdered last year, and he said all he wants to do is go third overall to the Dallas Cowboys. It's his only, only, only wish in life is to go third overall. And he's a hell of a runner, I got to tell you. But yep, his brother did get killed. His grandma's <laughs> like, got cancer. But... <laughs> yeah, I I kind of enjoyed the whole like, you know, his dad was never there. They do the they do the Christmas pass. Your first overall pick, Tiny Tim. <laughs> like they do the Christmas pass, and it's like, yeah, you he was basically like raised in front of a television. His mom and dad were eh, not the best parents, I guess you could say. More so, his dad than his mom. They did their best, but like Damn, that was like fifty dollars a meal in today's money, and then. Um, you know, they kind of go through and to be like, you know, to talk about the fact that Claire wasn't disgusted by the things he, 
she literally left him because of the fact, like, I feel like she saw the path he was taking and was like, nah, I'm, I'm not interested in that. And then I think when he called her, it seemed like he was ready to kind of change. And then every time you kind of see, though, where, like, he starts acting like an ass, she kind of, like, dips. She's not just like, okay, I'll stick around. It's like, no, I'm gonna leave now. Yeah, she wants to help him. But not at all. But her she own gives expense. him yeah. so many chances. How many, like, gosh, how many chances do you need, you know? There's not a lot of women in New York City, Kim. <laughs> or not a lot of men in New York one, City. I was going to say, one of the most, po- I mean, either way, one of the most populous cities in the world. No, you're right. I think overall, I, I like the movie like Ben did. There were just some parts that really bugged me. Like when, when Bill Murray walks, just walks into the homeless shelter and immediately just starts being a douchebag to the homeless people. Yeah. Like, I, I felt like something, like I missed something there. Like, there was a 30-second clip where he was supposed to look for Claire and then get bugged by these people, and, like, I felt disconnected. Yeah. No, that was one that I, I didn't think, I didn't necessarily enjoy, but, like, overall, I I would, I said I would throw this movie into, like, my holiday movie rotation. I I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, like I said, it is what it is. It was a cheesy 80s telling of a Christmas carol, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was was compelling enough. Um, I love the score. I could tell right away that it was a Danny Elfman score, um, especially the scene, which it's not early on, but when he's in the cab kind of driving through and you get that kind of operatic singing i was like man this sounds like something that danny elfman did for a batman movie and then i was like probably because it's danny elfman <laughs> like you could, he just has dead giveaways um i love his his scores and movies i thought this was really good um i don't know i i just i liked a lot of things about this movie i i liked even the intro where it's like Santa Claus is being bombed. Lee Majors walks in and saves the day and is just like, it's all right, Santa. Santa's like, no, 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 we're going out the front door. (laughs) It's just like, what is, like, what the, I'm, I'm, because at first I'm watching this movie and I'm like, did I turn on the wrong fucking movie? Like, what is going on here? And then when they get into it and they're like, and that, and now, uh, we're going to do the telling of Scrooged. Um, I was like, okay, this, this is exactly what it is. Um, as much as Lee Bobcat, Majors, the six million dollar man. Yeah. As much as I thought Bobcat Goldthwait, the whole shtick, his whole shtick can be kind of annoying. The fact that they did it like as him falling apart, I honestly thought was was good. Like I, I enjoyed kind of the mousy like whatever falls down on his luck and then finally snaps. Like I thought that was an interesting kind of take on things. I I just thought they did a lot of things in an interesting way um, for a telling of the Chris, for what it was, which was an obvious retelling of the Christmas Carol. Would you guys pay money to go see the night reindeer died? (laughs) I don't think so. You wouldn't, wouldn't give AMC like four bucks if they gave you that movie ticket and an NFT. Oh my God. I know last week we read the uh, the Santa Claus taglines. Uh, Are they bad for but, this one? Uh, well, the one is Bill Murray's back among the ghosts. 
Only this time it's three against one. Oh my god. Like a Ghostbusters <laughs> <Moments>. reference? <laughs> yes. Yep. Wow. Then the other one is the spirits will move you in odd and hysterical ways. That that one is just clunky as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd but say. I love I love the using Ghostbusters to try and sell your Christmas movie. Yeah, that's so funny. Hey, remember Kevin that one Hart really popular comedy movie from four years ago? Do you want to Do you want to watch a different movie that has nothing to do? When with did that? the second one come out? That's, After this, when did the second Ghostbusters come out? Really? Yeah, I think if I remember. I could be wrong. Nineties like or something. Well, Zach said this was the one of the first movies he did after Ghostbusters. Four years later, I guess it's true. Ghostbusters Two is definitely after this one. I think it was. Jesus. Might have been the same year, but it was definitely after this. I mean, that's what Tyler Ghostbusters Perry does. Two was eighty nine. Mm. So yeah, the next okay. year after the this. next year, Tyler Got Perry it. does this. He puts his name in front of all the movies. That way, you know what to expect when you go. <laughs> Tyler Perry's Amadeus Christmas. <laughs> God. I mean, I get I get the points you're saying, but I do think this one can definitely be hit or miss depending on if you like the type of like stuff, the shtick, I guess. Like if you like the type of shtick that he does, then you probably would enjoy this movie enough to watch it again. But if it's only like if that's for me, that's part of why I like a movie, not the whole reason. But like, you know, if you don't, if that's not if you want more than just that, it's probably not either not worth a watch or only worth like one interesting i see this uh, trivia bit here that apparently bill murray and richard donner reportedly did not enjoy working together seems to be a familiar uh, hmm. theme yeah. in the 80s with bill, bill murray, murray but... and his director don't like working with each other weird huh bill yeah, can you just read the damn a paper of... <laughs> <laughs> bill i I pay a guy $250 an hour to stand here holding a goddamn cue card. If you don't fucking read it, I'm going to murder you. It says, when asked by film critic Roger Ebert if he had any disagreements with Donner, Murray replied, only a few, every single minute of the day. That could have been a really, really great movie. The script was so good. There's maybe one take in the final cut movie that is mine. We made it so fast, it was like doing a movie live. He kept telling me to do things louder, louder, louder. I think he's deaf. <laughs> Weird. So the script was great, but there's only one take in there that's mine. Do you think it's because you didn't use the script the rest of the time? Yeah. It's, it's I confusing. feel like this quote is Bill Murray's sarcasm. Yep. The whole thing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he probably has to. He probably has to be like, you know, the script was really great. Uh, that's what brought me to to do it yeah you know, as like a studio kind of like answer yeah well yeah he's not gonna sit there and be like ah oh, the script sucked yeah the christmas carol blows whoever wrote this is dog water <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hit up some ads we're gonna come back and zach's gonna take us through trivia yep you, you know we love saving the turts you know cam hates fucking paper straws Paper straw song. Song. Uh. <laughs> I will say that paper straw technology has improved since I last shat on paper straws. I have used a couple since I've been able to go out more recently due oh, to yeah. being vaccinated. And that's what they were uh, doing the whole time while we were inside. They're just inventing better paper straws. I have seen also not paper straws, but it seems like they're compostable plastic straws or something. Like you're talking about the ones that are made different. out of like agave or whatever. I have no idea what the composition of these straws are. I'm just, <laughs> but they are different. I'm than not a straw expert. 
But you're the expert, Dylan. But I do know a good glass draw when I see one, you know? Yes. I will say for those, for being at home and where you, you know, maybe you like straws in your fruity margaritas or you like straws to mix with your, you know, old fashions or whatever, you know, having these straws around the home is really nice. Not constantly like throwing things away or you don't have to keep buying straws all the time. Like you just buy a couple and then you're good. And if you want cocktail picks or muddlers, they have that too. It, there's many colors. He's getting into like designs. So like the pride flag, he puts it on like the side of the straw. He's got hearts. He's got critters. It's like you get a piece of art along with a straw. A little multi-use. Uh, oh, yeah. He has critter straws, which have, there's see a dolphin, a salamander. That salamander looks intricate. That is impressive. Grab some glass straws from Surfside Sips. Use promo code cocktails and classics spelled out for 20 percent off we get a little kickback from that and you get you get to save some money on some glass straws and they should last you a long time dishwasher safe they're pretty sturdy just don't uh drop them on the floor like me like a big idiot and you have to buy more <laughs> zach what what do you got for us on scrooge I, I know you've been you've been waiting for this point in the episode i always do Mostly because I wait for all the parts of the episode, though. Because <laughs> we, we have to do all yeah, of them. That's how it works. And then it, and then that's it ends. That's how doing stuff works. So, so the ones we haven't done yet, I'm, I wait for you, them. You sit there and you wait until it's the time to do the thing, and then you do the thing, and then it's done. And the things just and change. they just keep going. This time, it, this time it's trivia. <laughs> uh, what the all fuck right, did uh, we do today? This episode is just off the fucking rails. I don't know did what's guys, going on. Did, did anybody study Zach's up on drinking full too much snark. pine tar? Full snark out in full force today. Did uh, did anybody study up on, on veal prices? In the, in the no, don't you dare. Uh, oh, I got price. it in case we need it, but... Um, I should have planned for uh, a veal inflation question. How did I not know Question. it would combine Zach's two favorite things? Inflation and dead baby animals. Whoa. <laughs> Question number one. Ghost of Christmas Past drives for what cab company? A, Executive Cab, B, Bell Cab, or C, Yellow Cab? I have to say Yellow Cab. I was also going to say Yellow I feel like it's Yellow, I don't know, Yellow Cab? I mean, it is a Yellow Cab. I think it's Bell Cab. One second. <laughs> Double checking. I there was there was a reasoning with the answer, and I somehow deleted half of it. Nice. So <laughs> this is gonna be another why why was the scream costume changed from white to black? No, oh, so no. This one this one I got. Um. Oh, so it is Bell Cab, and it's a reference to the the Charles Dickens novel. Um. Ebenezer Scrooge's girlfriend. Her name was Bell. Weird reference, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reference to the underlying source material. I guess that makes it weird, okay? Um, that, gives, that gives Ben the one-point lead. We're one question closer to veal inflation prices. Question number two. Which jazz legend makes an appearance in the film? A. Miles Davis, B. Kenny G, or C. Theolonius Monk? Is Kenny G a jazz legend? Yeah, for oh, sure. A hundred percent. Oh, okay. You know who the hell he is, so yeah. Dude's insane with a saxophone. I, 
He makes a fair I just point. know him as like the meme Kenny G. What? Before the meme Kenny that's, G. That's weird out. <laughs> uh nah, that dude shreds. Uh but I don't know. I guess I'm gonna say the last one. Thelonious Monk. Yeah. What were the three options? Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Okay. Kenneth Giason. I don't think that's right. Thelonious Monkston. Thelonious Monkston. Elongated muskrat. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm gonna have to see Elonious Monkstep. Is in, is a jazz listener now. If peeing your pits cool. <laughs> I'm Miles Davis, <laughs> and that is my answer, because Zach loves the Sandman. Yes, I put Miles Davis in the movie. <laughs> just no, in the version we watched. The, you just picked my copy. You just picked the question out because of that quote. I see you're playing the game. I'm gonna say Kenny G. Kenneth Giason, is that your final answer? Yes. Alright, just I mean, realistically, next time. Kenneth G is the one that would make, you know, the most sense for the time period, but... So, the jazz legend who plays a street performer in the movie is Miles Davis. Wow. Wow. He was pretty old at the time. He died a few years later. So, uh, Ben got that one, too. So, spoiler, we avoided the veal We're question. Thank Can God. you get negative points However, in trivia? Yes. Maybe. What if your answer is so what? wrong that you deserve to get negative one? There should be a landmine answer where Always if you select option. that answer, that you get not minus one. <laughs> money. This kid wants money puck in fucking trivia. That would just be kind of neat, All you know? Right. Qu- question <laughs> number three. Three points. Uh, <laughs> this, this question's worth two points. Question number three. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Is this some fucking Jimmy Fallon, I need my guest to win bullshit? <laughs> Whoa, Ben. Oh, that's so weird. You're here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow it's, when did jimmy fallon join our pod oh wow guys there's like i have like questions in front of me i just have to read them oh wow <laughs> jesus christ i i swear jimmy fallon's personality is, is being surprised is chevy chase after like freebasing cocaine guys in preparation for this trivia i freebased free a shit ton of cocaine <laughs> well I had to learn what freebasing was. I didn't know freebasing cocaine is when you smoke it. Oh. Was that said in the movie? Yeah. So oh. when uh, when Bill Murray has the hallucination at the restaurant, the guy on fire throws the water at him and goes, oh, sorry, I thought you were Richard Pryor. It's a yeah. reference of a year Richard. or so earlier, Richard Pryor yeah, was freebasing cocaine and set yeah. himself on fire. On fire. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was, I didn't know he was freebasing when he got caught on fire. I just remember him like catching on fire. That's how they do. That's what uh, happens when you freebase cocaine, kids. You get caught on fire. It's Satan. Question number three. Please <laughs> keep that transition in there. I want that transition to stay. That's oh, what Satan man. does, kids. Question number three. All right. Question number three. During the restaurant scene, we get a close-up of Frank's wristwatch, and it reveals the date on it. What was the date? A, October 23rd. B, November 23rd, or C, December 23rd? December feels like a trap card, right? Two days before Christmas. Pot of greed! Draw two more answers. The Christmas movie obviously has to be December, but I feel like the meme is that it was wrong. 
I'm gonna go December 23rd. I, I know it's stupid, but like this, these events take place Christmas Eve, so. Won't you feel really silly? Don't you feel if, stupid? If it's not December 23rd, don't you feel or if it is silly? December 23rd and you guess that it's not, don't you, <laughs> don't you feel, feel a little ashamed? Yeah, I'm gonna go and December because 23rd. because of that, won't you feel weird if it's not December 23rd? No, you know? no. It's a double on meme. No, I'm doing December 23rd. Fuck it. I mean, for these other guys, they got a hard choice these to points, make now. These points are made up anyway, you know? I'm going to fall for the meme, and I'm going to go October 23rd. What an idiot. <laughs> what a fool. It's a Christmas movie. Don't you movie. feel stupid? Don't you feel a little well, ashamed? I'm going to I'm gonna hope maybe just memeing around and guessing that, you know, they've been 0 for 2 this far. <laughs> maybe they'll go 0 for 3. Oh, no. And I'll say 11-23. It is eleven twenty three. It was the film's theatrical took, release date. All it took was not listening to you wow. fucking potatoes <laughs> for me to sweep. Why eleven? Why that's wrong, right? It was for their. It was for the movie's theatrical release date. It came out uh, eleven twenty three. Oh, so they like knew when it was going to release. Apparently, yeah. Shooting it. I don't know how far in advance you booked hmm. those things, but. So Can here's the question: the They shot it after. That, I don't know. The time, the time that they go to dinner, doesn't that happen after they, after he fires Elliot? Yeah, right after. That's Christmas Eve. Yeah. So twelve twenty three would have been wrong, also. Yeah. Well, it's closer at least. Like it's like the day before. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was Christmas Eve or like the day before, but I don't know. It makes more sense than November. You guys. You guys think calendars matter so much. It's all about pausing it at the right time to see what the date is on his watch. That's what you guys got wrong. See, that's where you guys fucked up. When you were sitting there <laughs> watching the movie, I was out making moves. None of us have seen this film, so you're going to get four fresh reviews. Fresh. Uh, who Certified wants to go first fresh. and talk about Scrooge? I'll go first. I never go first. This might be the first time I've gone first the first time there's a first time for every first unless that's you true. fuck it up that's true and then there's, <laughs> there's also, also a last <laughs> time for every first you know yeah um i think this movie was good it's it's got parts that just make me scratch my head and wonder what the hell i like bill murray i i i like the whole dude goes crazy shotgun holds people hostage i don't know what that says about me but the movie had some feel-good vibes. It had some, some. Uh, it had enough comedy. I don't. I don't know if it makes it into my Christmas rotation. Uh, if it's like on the fringe, maybe it's just in, maybe it's just out. If you haven't seen it, and you like the kind of '80s type of campiness, or if you like Bill Murray, go for it. But I'm gonna walk out of here six out of ten. I think that's a fair rating. Uh, that was kind of my feeling on it. It's it's not great. It's, don't get me wrong. It's not like the best Christmas movie I've seen. It's not the. It's it's not bad though. Like it's an enjoyable Christmas movie. It's a cheesy late '80s Christmas movie. Um, it's exactly what I expected. Better yet, it's a cheesy late '80s telling of a Christmas Carol. So like, don't go into it expecting to be surprised by what happens. You're gonna get a dude who's kind of a tool visited by three fucking ghosts and at the end he changes who he is that's the story it's been around for forever like everyone it's knows the Blair it. witch well, not, 
Everyone knows... Well, not forever. Okay, sorry. Since Dickens wrote it however fucking long ago. But still, it's it's been told and retold and retold. I just think this is kind of an interesting take on it. It kind of adds a, a love story to it, and uh, it kind of updates it for the 80s. Um, I, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I... I enjoyed it. There was no point I was watching it that was like, God, this movie blows. So I think you should give it a watch. And then if you find it's not your thing, then don't watch it again. But I, I think if you like Bill Murray, and especially if you like 80s Bill Murray, where he's the same kind of character he is in every other 80s Bill Murray movie, then this is right up your alley. I know we said this movie was kind of what the hell at parts but I feel like I enjoyed the what the hell parts and the Santa Claus more um, as far as like the B movie, like wild aspects that just popped up. I didn't hate this one. I definitely laughed and, and chuckled at different parts. I, I am a fan of Bill Murray. I just, I don't love when he's an asshole. I just don't like that as like a character. I feel like, cause even Chevy Chase and, and others just don't, don't do it for me. I think this movie is very, very meh, and I think it's a it's a solid five out of ten. Um, take it or leave it. If you like the Christmas Christmas Carol story, then you might uh, you might like this interesting new take on it. Uh, I do agree that if you really like Bill Murray, you'll probably like this movie. If you're looking for something else outside of it, I don't know if there's much for you here. And like I said, I, I don't hate Bill Murray, and I think he can be funny, but I'm not as big of a fan as him being the centerpiece. And it did take seeing a couple of his movies where it's just him floating it uh, to kind of, you know, figure that out, I suppose. But this one in general was kind of weird. Uh, I didn't... Think it, I don't know. I didn't think it was that great. The end scene was super long. Uh, a lot of it was very convoluted. And I don't know. I don't think I'll be watching this one again. So I'm going to give this one a 4 out of 10. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Tell us uh, what you think of Scrooged. Did we butcher one of your holiday favorites? Hopefully not. Check the show notes below. Get that pine old-fashioned recipe. Can't wait till they remake it next year with Timothy Chalamet. I saw something on IMDb when I went to type this movie in, and it said Scrooged in pre-production. Are they remaking this movie? Probably. I don't know, but, I don't know. but I like he's going to be Willy Wonka. Jesus. How many times do we have to make that movie? Uh, starring Kevin Hart, Scrooged. Is that what you're looking at? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, really? seriously? <laughs> Are you serious? Mine did not show. Mine did not show any casting All right. notes. All right, let's let's guess which ghost Tiffany Haddish plays. <laughs> and the one that kicks Kevin Hart in the balls. Tracy Tracy Morgan is going to be the ghost of Christmas Past. That's a lock. Tiffany Haddish, I think, plays Ghost of Christmas Present. Yeah. Christmas future is future? is obviously going to be this giant scary. No, no, no. It's going to be this giant scary thing until he's finally like burning alive and then he's going to be pulled out and saved by the ghost of christmas future who takes off his hood and then ends up being dwayne the rock johnson oh i was actually gonna say will ferrell i feel like will ferrell plays a psycho like 
Ghost of Christmas Future. No, Will Ferrell plays Jedi's. the guy. Will Ferrell plays the guy who gets fired. Oh my guy just pulls up his role from the other guys. <laughs> I feel like that's got to be it. Check us out on Instagram at Cocktails of Classics Pod. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Check us out next week as we do the Nightmare Before Christmas. Share us with your friends and family. Leave a review to help us out. And as always, watch responsibly.